This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Brandon Worth joining you here this afternoon on News Radio WBRN. Big thanks to those that are listening to us live, whether you're on 1460 AM, 107.7, and 96.5 FM, or if you're streaming with us, big shout out to our streaming crew at WBRN.com and the WBRN mobile app. Big thanks to you as well. Or if you're in the third group, if you might have missed the episode, hey, don't worry about it. Stuff happens. We got you covered, right? Post-produced podcast episodes available always at WBRN.com as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can listen to the West Michigan Sports Show there anytime, any place. Well, as long as you have cellular data and or Wi-Fi to be able to listen to the episode. But pretty much anywhere, you're covered, even if you miss this show live over the weekends. But speaking of shows, we got a great one for you here today. We're going to get into a lot of the score updates from this past week and even look in advance. We'll start with the review. We'll go over some scores, the conference implications early on this season from the first weekend of combined boys and girls CSAA action, as well as we'll get into some of the big games coming up, some you should preview circle on your calendar later on in the episode near the end but just like a good oreo right in the middle that's where the good stuff's going to be great interview coming up tim bell fuse head coach of reed city girls basketball chatted with us about their start to the season as well as all the great things going on in reed city hoops and how they are building up their program with the youth and making it an experienced group day by day and how they're expecting success from this season really good interview make sure you stay tuned for that here later on the show before we get into the scores around the league and more. Big thanks to our sponsors for paying the bills, keeping the lights on, and making this show possible. Those include the Macosta Osceola Career Center, the Macosta Osceola Transit Authority, also known as MOTA, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, Alter Care Big Rapids, Quality Car and Truck Repair, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, and Johnson's Automotive. Thank you all for making this show possible for us each and every week. We truly appreciate all the great work you have done. Anyway, we'll get into the scoring review starting all the way back December 8th. Eighth, over a week when you're listening to this live from where we left off last. Fruitport Calvary Christian holds off Kent City and Boys Hoops. That was a, certainly a very fun game to follow along with. 67-62, the final score. The Eagles fall to Calvary Christian. Tri-County falls to White Cloud 66-50 over there in Howard City. Lakeview falls to Grant at home 82-32. The Tigers have been putting on some thumpings with some dominant offense so far in the boys' season so far. Molly Stanwood falls to Chippewa Hills in a thriller there in Molly Stanwood. 52-51 the Warriors take down the Mohawks. Nuego takes down Montcalm in an offensive slugfest. Yeah, over 160 points combined between these two teams. Yeah. I'm not a math major, but that's a lot of numbers. Let me tell you what. Reed City takes down Big Rapids in the rivalry of 131-49-30. The Cowboys take down the Cardinals, as well as in girls' hoops, Kent City falls to Kanawha Hills by 250-48. The final score there from Kanawha Hills, as well as White Cloud wins on the road against Tri-County, 31-27, a low-scoring affair. Grant takes down Lakeview on the road as well to make it a full sweep over the Wildcats, 51-34. Molly Stanwood dominates Chippewa Hill 76 to 16 the final score there from Morley how about the Mohawks in a dominant win at home Nuego 
edges out a close victory over the Hornets of Central Montcalm, 44-40, to your final score there. And as well, to round out, Reed City completes a sweep over Big Rapids, 42-26, your final scores there in hoops from December 8th. One other wrestling score, Hesperia takes down Grant, 42-38, in a really high-intense match between the Panthers and the Tigers, former CSAA foes, in conference action. December 12th, that was Tuesday from where we were last. Big Rapids comes back and beats Fremont in an exciting basketball game, 54-51, the final score from Cardinal Arena. Comstock Park takes down Molly Stanwood, 56-38, your final. Grant defeats Shelby in dominant fashion, 79-34. Tigers beat the fellow Tigers in home court advantage action. Ithaca takes down Central Montcalm in what was a high-scoring thriller, 64-62, the final score there from Ithaca. Kent City, Falls to Hopkins at home, 59-45. The score there from Kent City as well as Lakeview. An absolute thriller. They win in overtime over the Spirit Panthers, 42-38 in boys' action to get their second win of the season. Also in boys' action, Nuego takes down Orchard View at home, 67-58, as well as Chip Hills falls to Greenville in what was a very, very fun first half to follow, 57-41 the final score. Greenville runs away in the second half. And finally, Pine River. Gets the upset over Tri-County, 65-56 at home there in Leroy. On the girls' side, Cedar Springs takes down Nuego in dominant fashion, 57-18. The final score from that one. Central Montcalm defeats Ithaca, 49-42 to complete the split there on the Tuesday night. Greenville beats Chippewa Hills, 66-19, the score there, as well as Tri-County falls to Pine River, 66-49, the final score there, as well as Sparta takes down Big Rapids in road play, 47-41. The cards fall to the Spartans. Uh, some other scores as well completed from the, the past weekend and some of the action as well back on December 11th for some of the games that were held a day early. Uh, Coopersville and Kent City played in girls' action. The Eagles take down Coopersville and the Broncos 39-34, as well as Bullet Creek takes down Chippewa Hills 55-31, your final. St. Louis defeats Lakeview 48-30, as well as White Cloud. Falls to Shelby 33-25. And in bowling action, that's right, bowling action, Dansville barely squeaks out a win over Central Montcalm 15-14, your final there in bowling action, as well as December 13th on Wednesday, one lone matchup with a score in hoops. Kent City tanks down West Michigan Christian out of Muskegon 35-20, your final there. Wrestling action back from December 9th, Kent City Takes down Nuego 48-30 in the 32nd annual Kent City Kickoff Classic, as well as Kent City picking up a bunch of wins along the way, beating Whitehall 49-24, as well 42-18 went over Fremont, but they would end up losing to Rockford 54-15. But don't count them out. The B-teamers came in clutch. They got a win over Byron Center there in tournament action. Lakeview beats TC West 56-22. Big win for that Wildcat program. Reed City falls to Lakeview 28-40. But they do come back. They beat Everett 69 6, beat East Kentwood 56 18, and they beat Big Rapids 60 18 before falling to, or no, excuse me, beating Traverse City West. I almost read it backwards. How about the Coyotes and Coach Stieg and what he's done for that program? 54 24. Coyotes take down TC West and the Titans. So those are the scores that we got for you, the review. There was also one wrestling match all the way back from December 7th that I forgot to bring up on last week. 
week's show. Uh, so I want to make sure I get back to that. Grand Rapids Forest Hills Central barely beats Kent City. They're in opening wrestling action. 39-30, the final score there. But those are your local sports scoreboard review scores. And we are going to send it without further ado to the interview room with the head coach of Reed City Girls Basketball, Tim Belfuse. All right, so I'll give you the, the first question here. Obviously, you guys all have had you know, two games under your belt, a loss with Ever, and then I end up beating Big Rapids, your rival. Uh, just talk about the, the early start of the season and uh, what you're seeing from your team so far. Uh, actually, really happy with the, how we've come out and played. Ever is one of the better teams around the area. Uh, you won't see a much better backcourt than Gray and Dyer, and we knew that'd be a tough game. Um, disappointed with the outcome, but extremely happy with how hard we played and then with the big rapids game you get a rivalry game like that second game of the year um the emotions the kid played the kids played with and just playing under control um not letting the game get away from them uh it's nice to beat big rapids uh so the kids they played really well and we were able to get big rapids to turn over the ball a lot and that's something that we've been really working on um and the effort was just great out of those kids. They're giving max effort 32 minutes. And so, and it's a great group that gets along really well. And so they're cheering for each other. They're looking to make the extra pass because I don't have a group of kids that are looking at stats for themselves. So it's a really nice group, but I'm happy with how we've started. We're one and one roll into a big game tomorrow with Grant. Absolutely. And as you mentioned, you guys play Grant Chippewa Hills as well as your holiday tournament here, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit. But first, with those two conference games, uh, what are you looking as far as the outlook? Obviously, the Chip Hills game. And then uh, you guys will obviously have Grant coming up here this Friday uh, with a showdown with the Tigers. Yeah, Grant has been one that's circled on the calendar. Um, They've got us last year at home and they've had us last couple years, but they've got an extremely athletic group down there that's looking to contend with the Morley Stanwoods and the Kent cities uh, for the conference. And they've got a great shot at it. And we want to go down there. We know that they're going to press us and they'll play some man, they'll play some zone. And so we've been prepping for that. And it's nice to have the four days this week uh, to prep for that. And we haven't even looked at chip hills because the girls know how big of a game that is. Cause we do want to be in that conversation for a conference championship, but we literally have to take it game by game. Um, Cause we know anything can change at any moment. Um, so it's been, it's been a good week for practice prepping for grant. Um, but yeah, we get that, we get chip Hills Tuesday, which has always been a rivalry game. And from the film I've seen on chip Hills, they play really hard. They do. He's got a group, good group of kids there. And then we'll get about a week off and roll into the holiday tournament. Absolutely. And especially kind of going to that holiday tournament, obviously me as a former player, wasn't able to get this cool experience out, but just talk about the work that got into this tournament, obviously introduced last year, uh, just the work that you and coach Walsh and especially uh, Mr. Hanson, the athletic director, they're just making this all happen. And especially a really unique opportunity for these kids to play over the holidays. Yeah, it just, I was, it was something that Ryan presented to us last year. Um, because you're either trying to find scrimmages or can you go get a holiday tournament? He said, Hey, how about we bring people to Reed city? Let's put Reed city on the map. Uh, we, what we got out of it last year, especially on the girls side from the coaches I talked to, we do have a very unique facility with our gym. Last year we brought in Holton, Midland, Calvary Baptist and uh, Ithaca. And Ithaca was very welcoming to it. They're like, this is a different experience and doing a two day affair like that, 
the team bonding that we do, the girls get together. Last year, we had a New Year's Eve party uh, following it. And so this year, we bring in uh, Fremont and Alpina, and Morley is coming to it. So we've, on the girls' side, we have a really good crew of teams coming in, a uh, really competitive tournament. And that's something that boys and girls program we're looking forward to. It's you get that long period during the holiday break and you're like, man, what do we do? And so now we have something to prep for right away. So it's great to play that Friday, Saturday, because we don't return. The girls team does not return for a game until the following Saturday. Uh, we have the entire next week off. So it's good to get a couple games in over break. Absolutely. And uh, we'll start start to talk about your team. Obviously, uh, early on in the season, you've mentioned this as kind of more of a learning season with a lot of young, young core that's coming in and a little bit of experience as well. Uh, Just talk about the the team outlook as a whole and uh, especially what you've seen through the two games. Obviously, you said the chemistry is starting to get better. uh, But what do you think the strengths and weaknesses really are of this ball club? The strengths this year are going to be our experience. We return everybody except for Christina Milakinich, who's playing at Olivet this year. And Christina only played six, seven games last year for us. So these kids, when they were, we had a freshman starting, two sophomores and two juniors, they had to learn very quickly how fast the varsity game is. And we almost went 500 last year. Um, So they got a great deal of experience out of that. Now what we need to have happen is, use that experience to our advantage. We've been in certain situations. We've been in blowouts. We've been in close games. How do we take the next step and start winning those games, especially the close ones? Our record was not very good uh, with games within uh, five to seven points. We were way under 500 in that. So if we can take that experience, take care of the basketball, that's our biggest issue. We've got to take care of the basketball. But I think on the positive end of it, We've got kids that are understanding that. And now our stats from the first two games don't say that, but we're playing a lot faster this year. Um, But they're doing very well understanding the game and what we're looking for. Absolutely. And especially with the the schedule, I noticed this when I was looking at your guys' schedule this year. I believe there was a stretch that starts at the end of January where you guys, I think, have five straight home games followed by five straight away games. Is that true? One, two, three, four. Yep, that's I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, and that's um, uh, me and Ryan Hanson. We've talked about it. We will schedule just about anybody, um, especially if you're a D1, D2 team. We want as much competition come tournament time. So we are filling in our schedule everywhere. So yeah, end of January, we are at home for five straight, and then yeah, we hit the road. And when we go on the road, you go to Cadillac, White Cloud, McBain, Central Montcalm they're tough places to play and they're good competition. So it just preps you for one, the CSA tournament at the end and then two, our district at the end of the year. Um, it just, it's a good precursor for that. So, and it's somewhere, I think last year we had 13 or 14 home games and we had a very long stretch where we played like nine home games in a row. So going on the road, it's not the worst thing in the world. Wow. All right. Well, that answered my question. Obviously, preparing for tournament time and with the CSA tournament districts, obviously, we'll get the assignments here later on to figure out who you guys are playing Uh, when it comes to really prepping for those tournaments, obviously, because you'd love to see your team play good in December. But ultimately, teams, coaches want to play their best in February going into March. So when it comes to really kind of prepping as far as practice goes, uh, what are the big emphasis that you guys have in practice, you and your coaching staff, especially looking this early in the year and what you're really trying to develop there towards? the later months in February and March when playoffs come? So 
Well, that's something that we talked about a lot this week with having four practices this week. Um, we're, we don't want to be a finished product in December, not even in January. You want to be really hitting your stride there early February and let it roll into tournament time. And that's when you want to be hitting on all cylinders. We know that we're not going to hit on all cylinders right now. We understand that the kids see it in practice. And we tell them every day in practice, we'd rather you screw up in practice than do it in a game. But you got to learn from it. We know that they're going to make mistakes in the game and in practice. But how do we learn from it? Come back, get to work, watch the film. How do we all learn from it? Because if one kid's doing it, most likely everybody's doing it a little bit, whether it's a defensive rotation or just not seeing the whole court on offense. Uh, where does the help come from? So those are the things that we're really getting into the kids right now. Start breaking down film a little bit. Watch some of the other teams. What do they do? Pick up what they're doing. And I think film is a great advantage that we have uh, getting the kids in and prepping. And so the kids are on it daily watching film. So it's a good precursor, and it's something that we just preach a lot in practice. We'll take our game film, we'll roll it out into practice, and uh, imitate it and learn from it and try to get better. Absolutely, and obviously with a, got a lot of great players on that team, especially uh, as far as your guys' depth is concerned from the parts of the games that I watch. You guys like to make sure that everybody's fresh on the floor. Uh, just talk about really your personnel and uh, what you see from a lot of these players and uh, what they bring on the hardwood for you each and every game. Our starting unit, you start you start with their two seniors. you got Kylie Wex, who's been up for four years. Um, six one. you can't teach 6-1. It's something that coaches always say you can't teach height especially in basketball and it's a we try to tell kylie hey play like your six one not like your five one um but this year she's she her biggest contribution against big rapids she had zero points and four rebounds what she did in the middle of the lane to contest shots she took a charge she got deflections she is a game changer on the defensive end, on the offensive end, we're starting to move her more outside because she can see over so much stuff and her driving ability has gotten so much better since where we were a year ago. So we're going to try to take advantage of that, um, especially after the first of the year. And then you got Molly Bowman on a wing, a really good shooter who this summer we really got into her. If you've got to be able to drive the basketball, um, get to the rack as much as possible, but See who's open. Where does the help come from? And then uh, we've got two juniors, Peyton Enos. She's a starting, you'd say, forward. And she's a kid that can do just about everything out there. Um, she's really out there to help us defensively, though. We'll throw her on the team's best players and uh, try to get her length to really disrupt people. Casey Terrence, our starting point guard, she was injured for half the year last year. And uh, the last game against the Rapids, I think, was more of a outcoming for her. She finished with 10 points, <laughs> excuse me, I think four or five rebounds and a few assists. She knows she's got to cut her turnovers down. And for every point guard, you know you guys cut your turnovers down, no matter what the number is. Um, but she's put in a lot of time and dedicated a lot of time to shooting the ball in the offseason. So we're looking to her to do more scoring um, because you can't have enough scores. Take care of the basketball, score the basketball. And then you got Morgan Hammond as our fifth starter, sophomore, who as a freshman played really well for freshman and got that much playing time. She earned all her playing time, earned her starting spot last year and started all every game last year. And this year, we want her to take that next step of becoming an even bigger scorer. But her athleticism and length right now on defense 
is disrupting teams, and that's great to see. Now we just don't want her to play like a sophomore. We want her to, uh, hey, you got all those reps last year. We want you to build into that. We want you to start playing like you're a junior. But um, it's something that I got to remind myself and the coaching staff too. Hey, remember she's a sophomore. She hasn't been put in every single situation. She hasn't seen everything. So that's our starting crew. And then our bench, we've got a few good kids on the bench. We got a couple fifth quarter kids, but we'll bring Hayden Cutler right now is playing really well in practice and she's rolling it out in the game. She is being aggressive on the defensive end. She's being much more aggressive and assertive at the offensive end. She's an undersized post player. So we've played her inside and outside. Um, we've got Claire, excuse me, Claire Smoose that she had an injury last year that cut part of her JV season. Um, she's an outside shooter and we'll take more shooters. So she's got good length to her. And that's about the end of our rotation. Um, we've got a couple kids that fill great team roles on the uh, end and JC Sweet and uh, Maya Groshowitz, uh, Grohovich, sorry. And uh, then we've got two fifth quarter kids, Maisha Bumgardner and Mally Taren, that last year we fifth quartered them as freshmen and they just fit into everything that we wanted. And so we're going to, the games that we do play together with JV, we'll use them. Um, but I like our depth. And like I said, I like how much they get along because that really solves any like off court issues you might have. And just that friendship and bond really helps with the team in the long run. Absolutely. Chemistry is so important. Thank you so much, Coach Belfies. One last question for you. Obviously, Reed City Girls Basketball looking for a successful season. And obviously, you guys have your own goals, team goals, individual goals for each player. Uh, but in order to get that success, what are the keys that you guys have to do to be able to execute, win games, and get to those goals by the end of the season? To get to where we want to, and that is to be in consideration for a conference championship, our turnovers have to get cut down. We've had 26 in each game so far. We have to get into the teens, and that is something every day we are getting that message across. Um, and so you try, you try different ways, but the turnovers have to get cut down because then you're, you can't give the other team more shooting opportunities. You need to create as many shots. And then on the back end of that, we have to keep teams off the offensive glass. We've gotten all out-rebounded on the offensive glass in both games, and we can't allow that. And so we go into a big game with Grant, who is really good at offensive rebounding. That's something that we've worked on all week. We've got to put bodies on people. We've got to just be a little bit more physical. That's more of an effort thing right there. So kids give good effort. You just got to be a little bit physical with rebounding. So don't turn over the ball and uh, and make sure you clean up the defensive glass. All right. Well, thank you so much, Coach Belfius. I appreciate your time and uh, good luck the rest of the season. Hey, thanks, Brandon. Anytime. Big thanks to Coach Belfius for stopping by and talking with us on the show. We're going to have to keep going here as we're almost running out of time. Some matchups you should be looking forward to next week real quick before we go. Try meet December 20th, 5 p.m. Big Rapids hosting Grant and Nuego. That one should be certainly a fun time there as well as we'll see Big Rapids going to be traveling to White Cloud and then at home against Benzie Tuesday and Thursday respectively. Those are going to be some fun games. Central Montcalm and Girls Action will be hosting uh, Beale City. That one will be certainly worth noting as well as we'll have some great matchups as well beginning the new year. That's going to do it here on the West Michigan Sports Show. Brandon Word signing off. We'll see you later right here on News Radio WBRN. <laughs>